welcome to the West Side Contact Traces podcast. It is your humble hosts, Will and Ron. We have a great show for you today. But first, let's go through those COVID tolls, Ron. What's up, good people? According to um, the daily tolls for COVID-19, the Chicago COVID dashboard, the new cases according to the seven-day rolling average is 272 new cases, which is down from the previous average of 394, bringing the total amount to 241,988. The daily test for the seven-day rolling average is 9,700, which is down from the previous seven-day rolling average of 11,844, bringing the total test amount to 3 million 63,495 in Illinois that were 1,884 new cases and 58 deaths 10 from the Cook County area and according to ABC's 7 tracker vaccine tracker as of February 20th that were 113,685 people in Chicago that has been fully vaccinated bringing that total number of vaccinated people to about 4.1%. And that's your daily tolls. Man, hey, sound like they're getting what they want out of, uh, you know, getting a lot of people vaccinated fast. They're getting this vaccine out. They ain't playing about that. Yeah, they, they definitely getting a lot of people vaccinated. But, um, it's still, I think it was, let me see, 289,835 people that has only received the first dose. So that means that that number is going to jump uh, at by the end of this week because most people will be receiving their second dose this week. I think around the 22nd or the 28th is, is the amount of, is that three-week time period that you have to wait. So that number should jump tremendously um, by the end of this week and, and early part of next week. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah, that's going to be, I guess it's going to be great or, you know, there are a few ways to look at it, but I think that's great for for those who've been pushing the vaccine to get people vaccinated. And, you know, I think that that effort has really been great. And I think, uh, you know, the powers that be should be commended for getting the vaccine out um, so quickly for so many people and bringing hope. Um, because right now, that's that's the biggest part of it, the, the the most important part of it. It's it has seen that that just bringing that hope, people are getting that vaccine because of the hope that it could stop the spread. Um, <clears throat> and I know last last show, if you're keeping up, we sounded you know negative about the vaccine. Nobody is anti-vaccine. We're all pro resolution. Um, we just want more info, and as more people get vaccines, we'll get more info. And and you know, it just I'm I'm very happy that people who want this vaccine are getting it and are 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 seeing no issues from it. 
Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's not that we anti-vaccine. I agree with that. In, in fact, I, I want people, if they feel comfortable getting getting the vaccine, go get the vaccine because that would only help with the herd immunity. And, and that's my concern um, because the more people that get vaccinated, that percentage goes up. And that percentage of people that gets vaccinated will eventually rise high enough to uh, to reach those herd immunity levels. So if you feel good about getting a vaccine, if you want to get it for whatever reason, go to Loretto Hospital. If you're on the west side of Chicago, make an appointment and get that vaccine. Take that vaccination shot. By all means. And so... So we've seen and we've heard now that uh, uh, Governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, um, said in a press conference Sunday that they found the South African variant of the coronavirus um, in New York, the first case. Um, now, what that means uh, for New Yorkers and 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 for people in America now, because that South African variant is uh, way more contagious, way easier to pick up, and maybe um, resistant to the vaccine. Um, there may be some issue there. I'm like me personally. I'm I'm pro immune system, and I'm I'm keeping beefing that up. But when you see that and you see the effect of the, 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 the coronavirus and the COVID-19 disease on people, um, you really, I really get scared when there's new variants that you can't treat and stuff like that. What do you think about that, Ron? Yeah, man, it's crazy, man, because, you know, I was looking at that information about the South African variant and how contagious it is, and they still don't have that much information on it, you know, or how it affects the body, you know. And, and the crazy part about that is that is another mutation of that that's that they looking into and trying to find out about it. So it's it's it kind of it's kind of scary that um, your vaccination need a vaccination, you know, <laughs> or or exactly. or it needs a booster for the vaccination, you know. So this thing is scary. It's very serious, and it's a lot that they don't know about it, you know. So we got to be careful. We got to be careful and make sure we are taking the precautions and preventative measures to take care of ourselves. Oh yeah, most definitely. And and with this, um, you know. And New York is a big place, and it's a hustling, bustling town even now. Um, so, so just thinking about that and thinking about how contagious this thing is, and and I just pray for New York. I pray for the whole city. I pray for the whole country. I pray for the whole world, really, when it comes to COVID nineteen because it's it's killing people, it's infecting people, and people are seeing long term effects. Um, from it and and that's the concern that's the scary part you think about um, the professional athlete maybe that's taking a year off of his uh, his career maybe you know maybe 
maybe a person that that fought COVID nineteen and seemingly won dies from it six months later because of heart issues that it it has caused them or circulation issues or whatever. It's just a weird thing to think about. Talk to us about that, Ron. Yeah, that that's something else, man. Here it is. You 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 got some people that's then went to the hospital because of the COVID nineteen and dealing with extreme um, respiratory infections, and, and they survived that being on the uh, ventilation machine. And then six months later, you still dealing with symptoms of it. You know, like this one man, according to ABC um, News. It was like he, he said that his symptoms of COVID-19 never really went away. He's like he was constantly had chest pain. And this is after dealing with so-called overcoming COVID-19. And he had um, nerve pains in his hands and his legs. He still was dealing with seizures and tremors. And he lost vision in one of his eyes. That's that's crazy. And, it, and another example is a woman that felt like she said her symptoms was evolving that she never like she felt like she was on a roller coaster that one day she would feel like she had a loss of appetite then her appetite came back then she was extremely uh she was experiencing bone crushing fatigue and dizziness and she said like she's only good or competent and functionable for only about four hours of a day so wow, still to this day, still to this day. And that's been over six months ago for each one of those cases. And so they are feeling long, long term effects of it, which is uh, which is crazy. I sit back and think about those. Well, all of us depend on our body, but your way of living is being affected. The way that you provide for your family, you can't pr- provide for your family anymore because you are still dealing with symptoms of uh um, residue COVID uh, virus, which is crazy. Yeah, crazy, extremely sad, um, scary. But I think I think if if our medical community wasn't so scared to bring us the holistic aspect of things, these people understand body chemistry. These people understand um, what vitamin is which, what you should eat, what you shouldn't. These people understand this. I think that the medical community has to step up their efforts in educating us. Um, Rather than just pushing us to drugs, pushing us to vaccine, trying to make us understand how the novel coronavirus behaves past that. What vitamins do we put in our body that can help us fight these things and help us fight not just the coronavirus, but help us fight every day because the because COVID-19 is capitalizing on the things that we've been sick from for centuries. Yeah, I agree with that um, because, and that's why black people are, or and Hispanic people are affected more because of their quality of life and what they put in their body. 
And so those type of things are what makes COVID-19 so dangerous and deadly for us. So we, we always say it, we have to take agency over ourselves and, and govern ourselves accordingly to watch what we eat, watch what we put into our body, watch what we drink that's causing these problems that makes COVID-19 so deadly. So I totally agree with you about the the medical industry needs to do more, especially with the fact that it's so many different variants and mutations coming out. It's not a vaccine that's going to keep up with it. So what do you do? You got to protect yourself. You got to protect yourself and what you eat, what you drink, and, and make sure you are taking your own preventative measures and not just reliant on a vaccination to uh, be a, a cure-all and so you don't have to worry about it. You're going to have to put together some systems and some practices that is going to make you healthier in the long run and help you fight with your immune system um, so that you can live a better quality of life afterwards. That's definitely not a lie. That's the truth. But I, I think like <clears throat> when it comes to to that man and uh, and when it comes to 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 the medical field perhaps stepping up we might not see that because it affects a bottom line <laughs> um truth be told i mean there were shark tanks for the vaccines um a, a shot of chemo Pays out an oncologist twenty one thousand dollars per. Wow. Right, right. That's crazy. That's crazy numbers. So, so, so. Okay. They benefit from you being from from you sitting with cancer. They benefit from you having high blood pressure. Healthcare is a is an enormous business. It's an enormous business, and um, the reason why I have a problem with it is because they really don't really get to the root problem of it. They just deal with the side effects. They like putting band-aids on it, you know, and, and, and then you got some, I'm not going to dog out the whole medical profession, because you do got some people out there that generally care that is going to tell you what you need to know to protect yourself and to learn how to teach you how to protect protect yourself in the long run but you cannot ignore that they are going to push some drugs some pills because it's more money in that and and more money in you being sickly because you become dependent upon them for life and so that increases their profit margin so but you have to take care of yourself so i agree with you on that yeah, I mean that that's that's what we have to do. Take care and take most ownership over our, our own body and our own spirit and and educate yourself on what to eat. Because see, for us black people, we know what to eat based upon what was thrown us. You know, it goes back to that. To to what was thrown to us so that is now in our repertoire that is our culture you know what i'm saying salt 
salt pork in the greens. You know, salt pork on the side <laughs> as the meat. Um, salt pork for dessert. <laughs> salt pork for dessert. Yeah, yeah. We're putting the the, the pork fat in the pack crust. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and I mean, pork is this this not just an indictment on pork, but there are other things that we eat and that we know and that we supposed to be good for us that we found out just on. Yeah. Good for us. Yeah. I love cheeseburgers, but one day God will give me the strength to never lift one to my <laughs> mouth again. Because you shouldn't eat meat. Right. But it's delicious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So some of these things, like I said just a minute ago, COVID nineteen is capitalizing on on our weak points. Our weak spots. Nutritionally, it's capitalizing on our weaknesses and our sensibilities, and you should see that, and that that should that should help you to 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 build up some of your sensibility and 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 look at your diet differently. And everybody like, hey, whoever knows this voice and knows the face of this voice, yeah, right, you're talking, fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, information is information. And info you use is info. It how you want to. And and, and, yeah. and and those that can't do teach. Right. <laughs> be better than me. Don't exactly. be like me. Be better be than me. Better like than I tell me. my kids. <laughs> yeah. But you know, the crazy part about it is 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 the life expectancy of the US has dropped a staggering year for the whole. But here's the yeah. kicker though. Here's the kicker though. For minorities, black people, who was hit the most, of course, are losing nearly three years on their life and nearly two years for Hispanics. That's crazy. Those numbers haven't uh, happened since I think it was World War Two that they that they or World War One that life expectancy has dropped that drastically. Mm-hmm. So after COVID. You know, after you get it, after you done dealt with it, your life expectancy for the whole has dropped three years. So if it was 87, now it's 85, 84, 84. Yeah. So that that's 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 crazy. That's crazy that after this pandemic, life expectancy has dropped dramatically for us, especially by three, nearly three years. And what's wild is we're not done. Right, that's no, only the no. first half. And this <laughs> pandemic is going to go a couple of more years. I, I mean, I hate to be like, I hate to say that, but I just think that... <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with that. I, and, and, and truthfully, since we don't have a cure, a vaccination that is an actual cure, this could be long-term, you know, until... Man, it, nah, you know it could what just be COVID nineteen season like it's right. flu season. You know what would be crazy? It just hit me. I just had the thought that what if it becomes like cancer? Like you can't find a cure for it, and it's just a fight, a lifetime fight. Well, yeah, I think that's what you it know? is. I, I mean, if we if we look at it, there's no cure for for influenza. Yeah. And there's no cure for the common cold. There's a cure for cancer, but we'll get killed if we... (laughs) (laughs) 
but but I mean, all these things can be helped. Um, and I I think I think the medical industry is doing us a disservice by not treating things more holistically. And I, I think that's gonna change though. I think that because we changing. You know, we are educating ourselves, getting more info about how to govern ourselves, how to take care of myself, what to eat. You know, it's it's like a mass awakening going on, you know, especially spiritually. But as we as we evolve into better human beings, we're going to govern ourselves differently. And so the medical industry and the medical field is going to have to catch up with that. They're going to have to catch up with, okay, well... A lot of us is turning into vegans, vegetarians. We not eating like our grandparents used to eat. Not everybody, but you know, a lot of us have changed, and you can tell because the the food industries now is is, is that is targeting us are are putting vegan products out there and advertising to us and vegetable uh, uh, vegetarian products and advertising to us. So, you know, like Burger King got an impossible walk. They had to get in on the game. Yep. You know, so that's it. That's evolution. That's us changing and them trying to keep up with the change that's occurring. So, Man, but I yeah. don't trust. I don't trust. I don't trust. I know how you feel about it. I don't it. trust the fast food industry <laughs> to, to help me with my issues. They, they found something else to give me high blood pressure in the plant-based burger. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I... I I, I, I bangs a uh, uh, impossible whopper every now and then, but truthfully, even though it's made of plant-based products, it still has some of the same effects. And I'm not gonna lie, like it affects you your digestive system in a way. Like mm. for me, I don't know if it makes everybody like gassy. I have to I have to take a little baking soda concoction just to eliminate the gas from it so i don't eat it as much as i used to so with everything that's man-made you're gonna have some type of effects yeah ain't nothing perfect man yeah yeah gonna always be something bad like like you know when they first brought out shredded cheese and i think still some brands look out when you look in the contents of um certain shredded cheeses look for the word cellulose that's sawdust wow yeah so you can't really trust you know when it comes to bottom lines it's difficult to trust so we we can't just gloss over that bro <laughs> that's that's what is that like for a filler or something yeah, like that it's supposed to it's supposed to you know so I mean, shred it's supposed to spread we talking cheese. about wood sawdust. Uh, sawdust, yeah. yeah, that's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. So, so look at certain brands, um, certain off brands. Yeah. Um, I remember Kraft and one more uh, brand, Big Cheese brand, getting called out for it, um, like ten years ago. So they removed it from their ingredients, <clears throat> but. People use that stuff to 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 stretch things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and the crazy part about that is that is the stuff that causes inflammation. And inflammation is like 
one of the main variants of COVID-19. It attacks the inflamed body and causes this cytokine storm and all the rest of that mm-hmm. that most people don't know. So you have to be careful about that. It reminds me of uh, reading this article about milk. You know, I don't know if you remember one, but when we were shorties, it was milk does a body good. You want to grow up and be strong. Right, right, right. Well, the milk industry spent millions of dollars on that marketing campaign and made everybody believe that if you wanted to grow up and be strong and have good bones, you need to drink milk. So that's a total lie. Right. As a shorty, (laughs) we was banging milk. I mean, just like more water than milk. But what was that doing to the body? Causing inflammation. Causing inflammation. Causing inflammation. Mucus. Mucus, And really, and the truth of the matter about milk is, it ain't got the vitamin C you think it does. It doesn't have the vitamin, vitamin D. D you think yeah. it does. And it doesn't have the calcium you think it does. Nah, you can get more calcium from plants than you can in a glass of milk. Yeah. That's that's the truth. And another thing is, we're the only weirdos that are still drinking milk. We're the only weirdos <laughs> in nature that drink milk. Once, once a, a, a baby calf or a baby anything else... Is done is not a baby anymore. Doesn't drink milk anymore. Yeah, I always wondered like what made us just start drinking animal products. You know, like you know, because milk for us would be from a female, from the female species, a, a woman. Yeah, you know, and I'm I, I'm like well, I always wondered that. It's like, well, why don't we have like you know? Yeah, I I think I I've always wondered that too, but I think. I think way back, our, our dependency on our farms and our livestock go way back. Yeah. And the belief that you're supposed to eat that. Yeah. The belief that an animal has to die so you can live. Yeah. That's what that's where it comes from. And it's, it's simply not true. Another marketing scheme. Yeah. It's another marketing scheme that in order for you to get your vitamins and E, your, your vitamins and minerals, you need to eat this animal, this cow. But how do they, how do they get it? From eating vegetables, right? Right. <laughs> so, so. Hey, hey, but a lot of, a lot of the, the other stuff that you get from, from cows when you eat it are things that you don't want. That yeah. despair and pain because yeah. bovine animals are some of the most intelligent. They know what's happening to them. Yeah, yeah, and that's true because the FDA will tell you that they'll allow animals with cancerous lesions on them to be that animal to go into yeah. them. They'll Slotted just cut them off that, yeah. just cut, cut off, off that, that little piece. Yeah, and then sell that product. It's crazy. And also another thing is, it's like you brought out the point that they know, right? Mm-hmm. So they know they're about to die. So you get this adrenaline rush that goes like with anything else, when uh, any other people that has an adrenaline rush, you get this uh, adrenaline that runs through the whole system and the whole body. And it releases into the muscles mm-hmm. to prepare you for it. Well, people are eating that. Yeah. People are eating that, and it's like that's like causes a crazy amount of stress because you eating adrenaline. You know what I'm saying? And you add more adrenaline to your diet. Yeah, so. but you're eating stress and despair. Like when you go and you get the the 
the bottom ground chuck that's two ninety nine a pound. That particular cow has been in a slaughterhouse with three thousand more cows. All of them sad, what? hurt, watching it, crying. So I don't know how we got on beef, <laughs> <laughs> but we are what we eat in a in, in certain. In certain instances, in most instances, we are pieces. We are products of the nature, so we should eat naturally. Yeah, I agree with that, and we got on it because we're trying to emphasize the importance of eating healthy and eating right, and knowing what's good for your body and what's not good for your body. So this is all good conversation that people need to hear. So you know, hopefully, we'll spark some. And somebody that's in front of a plate of something that, you know, like, man, maybe I shouldn't eat this much or maybe I should do a little bit more research. And that don't happen overnight. I remember for me, that it's a process, you know, and it has to be a mental decision first. And then you got to have a strong why as to why you want to get off meat. You know, it was gradual for me. I, I got I gave up pork first. Then I gave up beef. Because beef just took too long to digest, like 72 hours. And then I gave up uh, um, certain types of fish. And then I was only eating like tilapia. Then tilapia, too much tilapia mm. was, was, was bad for you. And the last thing I got, gave up was chicken. Mm-hmm. It was crazy because I was sitting in a restaurant with my kids. And I was having some barbecue wing dings, right? And I took a bite and it felt like I was eating flesh for like the first time in my life. Oh, yeah. And it felt like and the and the barbecue felt the sauce felt like blood no, on my hands and just... my, my and it freaked me out. And I and I was done after that. I was done after that. I don't know what happened or or, or what the what the reason or the cause for that was, but or it was because I was gradually just getting off meat, and it was just time for me to let it all go. But yeah, nah, that was, that crazy. was your final straw. <laughs> yeah, and, and see me, I'm still, I, I don't eat pork. I don't eat beef unless it's a good old burger, <laughs> <laughs> and you know the the rest, you know, chicken and fish, and then like I'm a huge lamb person. Wow. And I feel bad for lambs because they're babies. You know what I'm saying? But a lamb leg, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Don't get no better. (laughs) Man. And and so, you know, so with that, you know, you struggle with those things and you struggle with, you know, getting off of those things, having the knowledge that, you could do your body a, a a better service if you if you laid some things down. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn it! If I can't eat meat, I'm not giving up the cookies and cake. Right, right, right. Exactly, right. Because we all got our own vice, right? right yeah. But you know, it's you know how they say, do everything in moderation. Of course, I, I'm not gonna say stop eating meat. Although I will say that, but I'm not gonna say that. But because, you know, different people need different things and they have different ways of getting to the uh, protein and sources that they need. So to each his own. But 
man, do it in moderation because too much of anything will kill you. And that's what's causing us to die with higher risk is high risk of cancer, heart disease, hypertension, diabetes, all of those different things. And and those things only make man COVID nineteen more effective uh, and effective, efficient. Right. Uh, a deadly monster. It comes through and rip through the system, our immune system and breaks it all down because of these things. So bottom line is people do whatever you can to protect yourself. I'm not saying try to live as a saint because we all eat for different reasons, for emotional reasons, for social reasons and all the rest of those things. But please do it in moderation and try to do your best to take care of yourself. Yes, sir. So, hey, that is a great note to wrap the show on. Yes, sir. Um, Just continue to pray. Everybody, everybody outside your home, can continue to pray that this pandemic um, perhaps comes to a screeching halt tomorrow. Um, yeah, so just work on your immune system. Look for the vaccine if you if you need the vaccine. Um, Loretta Hospital Central. And Congress Street, they got them. Make an appointment if you want to be vaccinated. And while you at it, spread some love. Always spread the love. This was the West Side Contact Traces Podcast. Thanks for listening. Good day, everybody.